Hello everyone, I'm Kristen Bomas and welcome to Struck by Enlightenment, where we are journeying towards life mastery. Always a journey, never a destination. Today we're going to talk about mastering the holidays and what it's like to really create a holiday season that meets your desires and dreams. There have been myriad movies and books and stories about holidays and they sell and make a lot of money because everybody has an understanding of what can happen when you go home for the holidays. And so today I thought I would like to talk a little bit about the stressors of the holidays and gathering with family and what you might be able to do to master those holidays so that they're a lot more fun and fulfilling for you. And they can be everything you wish them to be. One of the most common stressors at the holidays is just the anticipation of the expected behaviors, right? Then the expectations are the real stressors. But the anticipation of those holidays, you know, the number of parties you may have to attend and the expectations from friends and society and business or having to go home for the holidays and the expectation of family and the dynamics of family and all the other good little things that go on. So the common stressors are just those. Then you also have the financial stressors because often in the expectations is the need for the spending of money and the buying of gifts. So let's just take a few minutes and look at the stressors and then we're going to look at some of the other dynamics as we go forward. Expectations are always going to be um, external to your truth. You've learned them. They're not inside you. You don't have your own expectations for you. Expectations are something you've learned and in the holiday season those expectations have come from family as well as society and culture and religion, you know, but it's coming from external, right? So there's there are a few expectations. One is that you will be with family at the holidays, that you will gather with other people during the holidays, that, that it's not okay to be alone during the holidays. Don't ask me why that came up, but it's because they think you should gather with all these people. So if the expectation of our society is that you gather with family and the expectation of family is that you gather with family and the expectation of your church is that you gather with family, church, temple, whatever, then you can see how those layers of expectation are starting to pile up on each individual to do what is expected and they stop thinking about what it is they would like to experience in the holiday season. So think about this. The expectations that are put upon us by family come from what family would like to see happen. You know, everybody would like to have these holidays that are full of love and acceptance and family joy and camaraderie and unity. And yet what we really find in all of this hype about the holidays is that it's just that it's a lot of hype because more often than not, as family attempts to gather together, all the old patterns and ways come back to the surface, right? And it's in those that we're going to talk the most about what ends up happening in that holiday season. So ask yourself about the expectations and layers of those expectations and what they mean. And I, I want you to think beyond them for a minute. I want you to understand that your emotions are a constant. There's, there's always going to be a love-based and a fear-based flow of emotions. And the fear-based emotions are going to be 
uh, times where you soulfully feel restricted and the love base is going to be where you soulfully feel expansive. And a lot of those emotions you're not aware of because it's energy, right? But some of them are going to spark your thoughts. And of those thoughts, and you've got layers of thoughts in your head, some of those thoughts have words associated with them. And some of those words you become aware of and you speak out loud. And when you speak them out loud, you have an effect on the world across from you. Okay, now put that teaching to the side. Expectations are put upon you. They bring up an uncomfortable feeling of some sort inside most people. Because they are things that you should do, you are expected to do, you're supposed to do, you need to do, you have to do, right? So they're kind of, there's this forced kind of feeling there. So that feeling is on the uncomfortable side of the equation. But your thoughts are, well, this time around, maybe I can make it different. Maybe we'll have a good time. And now those thoughts are going to try to propel that with words, but the emotions take up a bigger percentage because you have all of those emotions and out of all of them, only a few were thoughts and out of all of your thoughts, only a few had words. So you can see everything's kind of narrowing, right? So you're looking at walking into the holiday season already not looking at how you genuinely feel inside because you're meeting the expectations. So already there's an incongruence taking place inside. And I would like each of you to pay attention to that incongruence inside yourself. Where are you really feeling um, positive? And where are you hoping? And with hope there is doubt, especially in, in, a, in a case like this, not just holidays, but anytime you think that way. So we want to we want to be aware of that if we're gathering with family in particular because a lot of expectations and assumptions are going to carry through in those holiday seasons. So of the most probably prevalent expectation that exists out there is that you know you show up like at these gatherings, right? <laughs> like that's the first, right? That you're there. And then then the rest is just going to go from there. So what is that expectation? Are you supposed to gather at so-and-so's house? Are you supposed to have it at your house? What is that expectation, that very first and foremost troublesome expectation that, um, that leads the way? And I want you to look at that and ask yourself, is that satisfying to you? Is that something that if there was no expectation and there were no consequences at all for your own choice, is that the choice you would make at this time? By listening to all of those expectations and knowing they're all external to you, you're not listening to yourself. So now we go back to that, you know, that image of your emotional self versus thoughts, words, whatever. And I ask you to think about you. How aware are you going into this holiday season? Because the expectations pull you away from that. And they do it over and over and over again. They're going to have you think about what, you know, Aunt Sue wants for Christmas and, and whose house you're going to and should you bring a house guest a house gift as well and um you know who is going to be there and 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 do i need to do this for them and how many how many things do i, do I have to bring food and if so do do i know how to make what i'm supposed to eat? it's like the expectations can pile and all of those have you thinking about everything and everyone else except you and i want you to be aware of that because you're the one 
who's supposed to be experiencing this holiday season in one way or another. And for many of you, if you listen to my winter solstice talk coming up, you'll see that it starts with the winter solstice and, and how you can really start to open up your own dreams. But that's another podcast later down the road. So you want to think about you and why. Because now you're going to step in with all of these layers of expectations. And when you step into an event with family in particular, you're stepping into an arena of assumptions. And family makes assumptions, first and foremost, that they know who you are, which is always kind of comical because they're assuming you're this person that you were from before. But even before, when your family assumed they knew you as a kid, they really didn't know you. They were so busy telling you who you are and telling you how cute you are and telling you what you're going to study and what your best uh, suits are that they never asked. So meantime, you heard all of these expectations and everything you were told to believe and know and be. And inside was your truth. The truth of what you really yearn for and what your dreams really consisted of. And they never knew that. And they still may not know that. So the assumptions that they put upon you are from the past and it holds you in the past. That's why so many of you, when you walk into a family home or a family gathering, you feel yourself kind of revert back to old ways. You're not as comfortable. You don't quite feel like yourself. You feel like you're different with all your friends than you are with your family. And that's because as you step in, you're pulled by all the assumptions that take you back in time to be who you were. It allows you to fit into all the fa family patterns and the family ways of being patterns. Um, and so you're not really quite yourself. And if you've lost yourself by trying to meet all the expectations before you even walked into that space, you can imagine now you've walked into a space of a, of a gathering. And not only did you leave yourself behind from the get-go, but when you come through the door, all of the assumptions are that you are someone you are not. So now there's like this confound of not being present to you in the space. So very often, all of that can leave people feeling alienated, like they don't belong, like they don't fit in. And now that starts to create more of those, what I call fear-based emotions, the hurt, the sadness, the aloneness, the not belonging, the, you know, just all kinds of feelings. So that sets the stage for you to feel a little bit more defensive in the atmosphere, right? Because you're not you and you're, you're off kilter, right? There's no congruence. So there's a lot of room there for you to feel a little bit more defensive in any sort of situation. Now, I've talked about all of that and your defensiveness, right, is with great purpose. It's because you wish to be known. You don't want to be assumed to be someone you're not. You don't want to be judged for someone you're not. You don't want to be put in a situation that isn't a match to who you are. And yet too often in these holiday gatherings, we aren't quite who we are. So it's important to each and every one of us to be known for who we are in truth to us, not to them, to us. And so again, that's another story another day, but it's critical that you take the time to be aware of that at the holiday season. And so before you go into the holiday season, We'll give you a couple things that you can do. I've got a couple podcasts coming up that will be very helpful to that, starting with the um, talk of the winter solstice, because it's a great time to kind of put yourself in alignment with what your dreams are. 
Um, of course, Hanukkah will be over by the time the winter solstice comes, so pay attention if you're going to be celebrating Hanukkah because you really want to pay attention to who you are on the inside and be aware of that before you step in. And I'm going to come back to this before the end of the talk. Um, so you've got all these pieces going on. So you can imagine how the anxiety and the discomfort can kind of creep up from the inside. And now you become a little bit more aware of also the judgments that can take place from family because, you know, with assumptions come the judgments and with the expectations come the judgments. And it's all of a sudden it's like this, like now we've got like grounds for a great movie and that's where it all comes from. So you've got all of these judgments taking place. And if you know who you are, you can, you can navigate those those difficult situations if you have forgot to bring yourself with you the defensiveness and the discomfort can get very 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 uncomfortable for you and if you add to that that you may be coming from a family that has um, abuse tied to it whether that's substance abuse or emotional verbal abuse or more um, then you've got all the trauma that links into that as well and that can increase anxiety and increase anger it can increase sadness. So those are symptoms of the trauma. So those also can now start to come to the forefront. So again, you know, you can get really pulled into these old family dynamics very quickly if you're not attuned to what's going on uh, inside you and where you came from and, and getting clear inside yourself with what's what for you. I don't care what everybody else says. Everybody else doesn't matter to you. It's your experience, it's not their experience. You're here to have an experience, and that's inside you. So you want to take the time to really know what it is you wish to experience, the, the experiences you've had in the past, what parts of them you've liked, what parts you haven't, and then start to really put together what you really do think can be good for you if, in fact, you are going to make a choice to go into a setting that doesn't feel as comfortable as it could. So. As you go into these gatherings, as I mentioned earlier, there's a lot of hope and anticipation of love and things working this time, and this time it's gonna be okay, and this time I'm different, so I'm gonna take different things in. But like I said, you step through that door, and all of those assumptions and patterns pull you right back into who you're not. And so all of a sudden things crumble, and now you don't have the tools to feel comfortable anymore. You felt comfortable in the choice you made to go because you thought it was gonna be different this time. But unfortunately, it turns out to be oh so similar to years past. So what can you do? Too often families think they know one another, but they don't. What can you do to come in and be present? Your family, they may be present. Imagine if you were all very present and very there, very willing to learn about one another. What a different kind of holiday season it would be. And maybe if you're hosting the holidays, you could create some sort of a game that allows that to be experienced briefly. But imagine that you are present and you're real aware of your experience and you're real aware of yourself and you are going to stay true to your own self and true to your own experience. And it's going to create a little bit of a ruckus because no one else is in that space, but you're going to be in that space. Imagine that by holding steady, everything starts to find a new rhythm and it starts to change. And I will tell you that that is exactly what can happen as you start to heal the wounds that they pull from and are connected to. And so all of a sudden, you're going to walk into these family gatherings very differently. Now, 
That may not be where most of you are right now. So what are your options? Your options are to go ahead and go to a gathering that you're not comfortable with, but meeting everybody else's expectations for yet another year, or to make new plans, to start creating a holiday tradition that's yours. What is it that you would like to, to experience during the holidays? Now we're starting to look at you and the mastery of the holidays. What would I like to see? What would I like to do? How could I create this? Would I rather spend my time with friends? Could that happen? What would that look like? Right? Would I rather spend it alone? That's super okay. If you would like to spend the holidays alone, there is nothing at all wrong with that. That can be a real loving, fun experience if you enjoy the company you keep. So spend it alone. Who cares what everybody else says? They're not there. Have a great time. So you want to sit down and really ask yourself what you'd like to experience. And then ask yourself how to make that happen. What would be the new traditions, right? What would you like to see happen first and second and third? And what kind of food would you like to make? And, and what time would you like to eat? Make it all about you. Write it all down. Make it your idea of the holidays, whether we're talking about Thanksgiving or Hanukkah or Christmas or Kwanzaa or New Year's, matters not. What is it that you would like to experience? And write it down and embellish it. Make it more and more and more about you. Now you can overlay that on this year. And you may not be able to make all of those changes this year, and you may be able to make all those changes on this year, but you can at least know what it is you wish to experience as you step in. To any situation that isn't what you want to experience. Maybe you have to go to this business party and you do not like big gatherings, but if you don't go, it's not going to look good. So you have to go to this business gathering and you're dreading it. Okay. What do you like? Is there a, a colleague who you enjoy? Can you go to the gathering with them or say, Hey, will you meet me inside the gathering at so and such a time? You know, what can you do to make yourself more comfortable? Don't hesitate to, to put all of those thoughts down on a piece of paper for anything that is expected of you in this holiday season that you really don't want to do. The very first question you want to ask is, can I do it differently? And do I really need to meet those expectations? Often in business, unfortunately, the answer is going to be yes, but everywhere else, not so much. I have a client that asked me about the children, so I'm going to put a little sidebar in here about the children. During the holidays, you may have to make some plans and some arrangements that are much more focused on the children, and that's okay, right? That's what it is to be a parent, right? And But being a parent to your children is looking at what your children wish to experience not necessarily what you think they should experience, right? So I have this one cl client whose parents are just very abusive of the kids. And she really wants to spend holidays with her parents because she thinks her children should have holidays with their grandparents. But her grandparents, the grandparents are mean to the children. So why should they have holidays with their grandparents? Ask, you know, that needs to be asked. What's really the best thing for the children? Is that is that the kind of Christmas you want them to have? And more importantly, 
Is that the Christmas they wish to have? Children usually like to get up and think about, you know, the toys and the games and the fun and the playfulness, and they like to wreck the area, right? Toys and paper everywhere they play, they do. There's no limitation, right? Christmas morning. But she's going to put them into a house where there are all kinds of rules and you can't do that. Is that really what is best for the children? Is that what the children want? So really back yourself up a little bit on those. In some cases, yes, it's going to be a much easier solution. You know that the children love their cousins and the cousins really play well together. And it's the one time a year that all the children share all the gifts and it's blah, blah, blah. And that works. And so, you know, I'm uncomfortable. No big deal. I do it for the kids. Okay. Now you go back to the, to what I was saying. Know what it is you wish to experience. Get Take care of yourself as the parent and know what it is you wish to experience as you walk into that family. Who can you align with, whether it's your partner or one of the other family members? Set yourself up to have a successful day, event, week, whatever the holiday may be for you. If it's an abusive environment, again, I, I urge you to think about what you're really trying to master there because you can't go back into an abusive environment and find love. You just, it, it, it just is too difficult. So it doesn't mean that everybody doesn't want to love each other and love each other in some way, but when you get together, the abusive patterns take over that love and that that's not what you're gonna find. So please think twice, you know, before you do something like that. Um, oftentimes, you know, we do things and we meet everybody's expectations because we wanna be good enough. And it's the same with the parenting that I just said. You wanna be a good enough parent. You wanna be a good enough child. And this is how we pass it forward to our children. So again, think twice about what choices you make if you're making them on behalf of the children and really think it through. And think about your own childhood. Was it, were those really the best times or sometimes were they the worst of times, right? And you wanna make it the best of times if you can for yourself and your children. So let's see what we can do this holiday season. When we look at life mastery, we're always asking, what's the experience I wish to have and what is the experience I'm having? And that's the key to starting to live in freedom is you start to really know what it is you're feeling, what it is you're experiencing and where you wish to be. So you're always moving in the direction of, the, of your experience. Now that's not a selfish place because more often than not, that experience is going to include and wish to include others. But how it includes others is the key. And especially as we go into the holidays, how do we wish to include everybody? How do we want it to feel? What's the message? What is the message for you on Thanksgiving? I can guarantee you, if you are an American, it's different than if you're an immigrant, and it's very different than if you're a native Indian. Thanksgiving's not such a good holiday for the native Indian, is it? So what is the experience of the holiday. What's the meaning for you? And how does that meaning feel inside you? And how do you want to experience it? That's part of mastery. That's part of life's mastery because now you're starting to become one with the meaning of life, its spiritual essence, its energetic essence, and you're starting to unite from your truth outward. And that's where you start to then attract in everything that is a match to what you're putting outward. And now your holidays will start to take on a different form. Where you see the challenges, from everything we just talked about, right? Where you see the challenges are opportunities to heal. And every time we heal something in this life, 
gateways open, right? I always say Dorothy didn't know what it was like on the other side of that rainbow. So open those doors. Be aware of what the challenges are. Be aware of the family patterns. Be aware of friends and what they're doing. And if you don't have any family, don't hesitate to ask friends what they're doing for the holidays. Since you don't have a family, you're trying to figure out what you're doing for the holidays. I guarantee you the invitations will always be there for you. But you have to say what it is you'd like to experience. Know what it is. Know what friends you'd like to say that to. Know where you'd like to be. It doesn't matter if you're Jewish. If you would like to go to Hanukkah with your best friend, tell him or her. That's where you'd like to be. Is there room for me? Because almost always the doors open for you. And that's a beautiful thing. So there are a few questions as you start to master yourself, the holidays, life, however you want to look at this. There are a few questions I put together that you can ask yourself as you go into the holiday season. And they're personal questions, but they're going to open the doors for you at many levels. What is home to you? Think about that. And now tag that to holidays. Do you want to be home for the holidays? What would you like to experience for each of the holidays that are upon us? They're each very different, and so they're each very different for you. Where do you lose your ability to be present with yourself? Those can be times of judgment. They can be times of old patterns and assumptions and expectations. But where do you lose the opportunity to be present to you, to the self within that is your truth? Do you have hope for a different, more positive experience? If you do, that's a beautiful thing, but remember your hope may carry doubt. So be truthful with yourself. What does that hope teach you about what you really wish to experience during the holidays? And is there doubt? Has it been over and over and over something very different than what you're hoping for? And finally, ask yourself, do you still see the positives of what can be rather than accepting what has been over and over and over again. Not that I want you to live in the past because the past is there just for the healing, but I do want you to use the past for the healing so that you can find freedom as well. And I really wish freedom for everyone, your choice. We all have free will, but my wish for you is that you can find great love and great freedom. And in particular during this holiday season, so as you look forward, going into these holidays, I really hope that each of you can take the time to be honest inside yourself in a quiet way. What, has, what have the holidays been about for me? What do they mean for me? What would I like them to mean for me? And how am I going to most enjoy the holidays? Now, now that I know how I'm going to most enjoy the holidays, what can I do to create that? That is always your free will, your choice, your life, and your chance to create an experience. So, to each of you, I hope you take to heart the expectations, the assumptions, and the judgments that can be put upon you during this crazy season. Tease it apart, know what's you, Know how you wish to experience all of it. Know what it means to you. Know where you'd like to experience it. 
because that's a big part of the experience, right? And then jump into it. Create new traditions, create new ways if you need to. And if not, any way you look at it, have a wonderful holiday season. May each of you find great joy, love, and freedom as you move through these next couple months. Thank you for joining me. Thank you so much for joining me. And please visit KristenBomas.com where you can easily access all of my social circles. 